Now I can hear you. <laughs> I've known you now for almost 15 years. I've never heard you lose it like this. <laughs> Hello, my name is Sarah Schaefer. And I'm Tina Rivers Ryan. We're back. We're back. I missed my cue. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. We're back. And we are no longer state of the arts. We are now art history happy hour. Otherwise known as. Ah. It's been a a minute. Uh, Our last episode we released in 2016. So what happened? What happened in the interim? Oh, you know, there was a presidency, two elections, some personal developments for both of us. It's been a it's been busy four years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I can probably speak for both of us when I say that we didn't plan on stopping. It just kind of happened. And as a result, I don't think we ever gave up the idea of starting again. So this wasn't like some some big powwow where we were like, we need to do this again. And we decided to, I mean, there was kind of that, but we've always kind of talked about doing episodes again. Um, and today I went back and listened to our last episode that we released in 2016, which was on fascist aesthetics. Um, and... That was actually not the last episode we recorded, if you'll recall. Wait, what was the last episode we recorded? We recorded one on, it was it had to do with images in the news and kind of the reliability of imagery and how, and kind of the visual culture of news. And it was, you know, in the context of fake news becoming this, this mm. big concept. And we just did so many edits to it and it just got so chopped up chopped up and really messy in the end and you were not happy with it i was not happy with it and i i think we just never got around to re-recording it and that's just what happened that's so funny i have no memory yeah. of that. i mean now that you say it i remember it but um i actually went on to curate a small exhibition about precisely that about the sort of rupturing of the relationship between visual imagery and evidence mm-hmm. uh, and, and and objectivity and truth and uh yeah I think even then I like totally forgot yeah. about that but you're right it was a really really challenging episode to record I wonder if looking back it was because we just both felt the weight of that endeavor you know it just felt like the stakes were so incredibly high um but yeah it was really difficult and then we were just I think both a bit overwhelmed at the idea of going back to the drawing board and 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 starting up another episode again and of course we were really busy and then I wound up um getting a new job and having to move and then I had a baby and it's just been a little it's just been a little hectic yeah and at that point when we recorded that episode I was living in Milwaukee and you know we are still recording at a distance at this point but yeah I was also starting a new job and living in a new place and you know obviously we still maintained our friendship and everything it was just the podcast just kind of fell away from view I guess you also finished your first book manuscript like we've been very busy (laughs) we have no yeah I I don't want to belittle the you know the levels of work that we've each done respectively um, but I also just want to make it clear that we didn't 
there, there wasn't some sort of draconian decision or some, you know, huge negative yeah. event that led to our not doing this anymore. There it was just, inertia. Yeah. We're still friends. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, so why don't yeah. you, uh, you, you already kind of indicated um, some of the work that you've done since then. So why don't you tell everybody yeah, a little bit yeah, more? sure. So um, last time you guys heard from us, I was working at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, and I was a curatorial research assistant um, in the Department of Modern and Contemporary Art, which meant that I essentially assisted the curators on uh, the logistical aspects of organizing their exhibitions and also the conceptual ones, uh, doing research like art historical or academic research, and then also assisting on um, things like figuring out the layout or working on design elements. So sort of had my fingers in everything. And it was a fantastic position. And it was so great that I decided that I really actually would, uh, you know, love to be a curator when I grow up. And so (laughs) I started shifting my focus from looking for tenure track academic positions to looking for full-time curatorial positions. And in May of 2017, I accepted a position to be uh, the new assistant curator at the Albright Knox Art Gallery in Buffalo, New York, which is the sixth oldest museum in America. So it's actually older than the Metropolitan Museum. The Met was founded in the 1880s. The Albright Knox was founded in 1862. Um, So the sixth oldest museum in America and one of the leading collections of modern and contemporary art in the world, actually. Um, So we are a museum that has always been dedicated to the art of our time. Uh, And in 1862, that was sort of of academic art of um, the middle of the 19th century, sort of salon realism, and then that very quickly became Impressionism, and then post-Impressionism, and then Cubism, and so on and so forth. So our, our real strength is basically late 19th century and 20th century art. And we have continued capitalizing upon that into the present, into the 21st century, Um, We actively collect contemporary art and organize exhibitions that are shaping how we understand the art of the future. So uh, I'm super, super happy to be here in Buffalo. It's been fantastic. I can't believe I'm already coming up on four years. I think I organized half a dozen exhibitions in about 18 months. It was a very, very, um, it was trial by fire a little bit. Uh, There was a, a lot of projects to sort of pick up and and run with. And then, as I mentioned, in the midst of all of that, I also decided to uh, have a kid. So it's uh, definitely been, it's been one of those periods, like my husband and I looked at each other and it's like, wow, okay, well, in the span of like a year, we, you know, both left our jobs, moved to a new city, like bought a car, uh, bought a house, had a kid, okay, maybe a year and a half. Uh, But it it was a really busy sort of period. But um, yeah, uh, that's that's what we've been up to. And then right now, uh, you know, obviously with COVID, things have been uh, really challenging for uh, the museum field. Uh, museums across the country are, you know, some are closed, some are open. We're very fortunate because actually our, uh, our main campus closed in November of 2019, uh, so in sort of in advance of COVID, for a major expansion project. So we're um, undertaking a $168 million campus expansion where we're building a third building to join our campus. And uh, we're operating a temporary exhibition space offsite. So I'm curating an exhibition that opens there in October. Um, But basically, you know, for the past year, I've just been hunkered down at home working on my future exhibitions for, you know, uh, for this fall and then beyond uh, in our, you know, main site when we reopen in the fall of 2022. So 
Yeah, curating, figuring out how to raise a kid, staying abreast of what's going on in the art world, trying to keep tabs on Sarah. Hmm. That's 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 been what I've been up to. What about you, Sarah? So yeah, uh, like I said, the, with the last episode we recorded, I don't know if I ever even mentioned it on the podcast that there was a point where we were kind of recording from afar. I was in Milwaukee for a year, um, but still kind of commuting occasionally back to New York. Um, and then in 2016, I made the, the permanent move out to Milwaukee. At that point, my job was still uh, was still temporary. And um, luckily, one of probably the, the most fortunate turn of events of my entire life, um, my job became permanent. So I'm a, an assistant professor in the Department of Art History at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee now. I'm so lucky. I love my job. I have great colleagues, um, great students. I, I love Milwaukee as a city. Not to say it doesn't have problems, but um, overall, it's it's a place that I would have wanted to move to even before this job was a pop- possibility. So as Tina mentioned, I finished a book manuscript that will hopefully be coming out I think sometime in 2021, not sure, maybe 2022, um, occasionally curating a small show locally here and there, but I've gotten married in the interim uh, and have the same cats that I had when we recorded last time. And incidentally, so when I was listening to the fascist aesthetics episode earlier, definitely heard some, I'm like, yep. Chloe's there. And in fact, it is Chloe's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Chloe. I think she will be either 15 or 16. We should like re-listen to our episode on cats and the internet in honor of her birthday. That was a good episode. So why don't we talk about our our name change at this point? Why do we decide to change our name? Yeah, so um, over the past five years, State of the Arts, uh, a couple other people have... uh, uh, planted their flag in that phrase. I think there's maybe even another podcast or two. Um, <clears throat> and it's obviously a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a phrase. It's a known phrase. We didn't invent that phrase. So it's not surprising that other people would also decide to co-opt it to title things like their um, social media accounts or their podcasts. And we also thought a little bit more about, you know, what we would want this podcast to be about. Uh, what really was the value that we brought to you guys, our very loyal listeners. Um, You know, Sarah and I, maybe once every like 18 months would suddenly remember like, oh, our episodes are still live on iTunes. Like we should go back and and, and we would look at them and, you know, we would see all of the reviews and the comments that had poured in from the last time we had checked saying, oh, you know, I wish you guys would come back. This is so great. And, you know, I won't, um, I'll be humble enough to not sort of enumerate all of the reasons, all the very nice things that you guys said about us. But, um, in reviewing what you guys got out of it, um, it seemed like you really appreciated the fact that we could talk about things that are rigorous, um, but in a way that was also uh, engaging. And so we were trying to come up with uh, a title that would sort of encapsulate some of that and also would uh, free us a little bit from the original focus of our podcast, which was really using art history as a lens through which to understand current events. So given our lives uh, right now and how busy we both are and the commitments we have, we don't necessarily want to commit ourselves to always being super topical. I just don't know that we can maintain that same production schedule um, or do that amount of research. Um, We certainly hope to continue to talk about topical issues um, 
but we're also going to be doing some other things too and Sarah will talk about that in a second uh but yeah we thought art history happy hour sort of gets at the the crux of it i mean we could have also called it art history study hour we we debated that you know it it just it sounds slightly more rigorous but it also sounded a little bit less fun yeah so um so art history happy hour uh and we really uh appreciate you guys joining us on this journey uh as we figure out what the next chapter of this is going to look like and just to be clear we're in this for the money and the recognition. I mean, totally. I don't want there to be any any bones about it, you know. that That's what yeah, this yeah. is all about. I would say in general, you can expect the exact same types of things that we did four to six years ago. Um, we will still have episodes that relate to current events, um, relate to the world around us, um, because those are things that interest us. Um, and there are a lot of developments that have occurred in the past four years and that are still ongoing that can be illuminated through discussions of art and visual culture. That's still the same, but there probably will be more episodes that are kind of focused on what we do as art historians, kind of what our our day-to-day existences uh, are like in our respective jobs and the respective kinds of um, roles that we play. I feel like we're always on a crusade to tout the benefit of visual analysis and just looking and being adept at uh, parsing images and and what they can tell us. So, um, but it won't necessarily be as tied to a specific event or season or whatever, like we did last time. Although, you know, going back and listening to the fascist aesthetics episode, uh, it reminded me of this um, great moment i can't remember if it was the colbert report or what was after stephen colbert started doing um late night tv but uh he had tony morrison on his show and i'm not at all comparison comparing us to tony morrison but uh he was talking to her and he he asked her about you know something about having gone back and read her own books she said no i don't go back and read my books after i finish them uh but a few years ago i was preparing for a reading and i went back and 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 read beloved it's really good <laughs> it's like <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, yeah, Toni Morrison, it's really good. But so, you know, again, not comparing myself to Toni Morrison, but going back and listening to fascist aesthetics, I was like, "Eh, this isn't bad, actually. (laughs) You know, not that I was expecting it to be bad, but we're all self-critical and and expect to find faults in our own work from from years past. But uh, in general... Can I just say, for, for, for a topic that was meant to be extremely topical... What a timeless episode that turned out to be. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Anyway, um, expect our episodes to be in many ways very similar to uh, what we've done in the past. If you've listened to our past episodes, I mean, hopefully it will be better in that we are older and more experienced and um, hopefully have, have grown and improved in our podcasting skills. But the basic format will remain the same. One thing that will be different, though, and again, this is in line with the it being all about money and recognition, we decided to set up a Patreon account, which means that you have the ability to become a patron of the podcast and uh, essentially be a paying subscriber that will give you 
access to some exclusive content. And that is still in the works. We're still deciding what exactly that would be. Um, But just to be clear, all of our regular episodes, all of our regular content will still be free and importantly, ad free. Um, We're not going to do the kinds of Patreon account where being a patron means you don't have to listen to ads. And if you aren't a patron, you have to listen to us reciting ads for audible.com. I I have no interest in ever doing that. So we're not going to do that. But there will be some benefits um, to be determined for being a Patreon member. So to learn more about our Patreon membership, you can go to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash art history happy hour. And if you want to find us online now, our old website will redirect, but you can also find us directly at www.arthistoryhappyhour.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Art History Hour and Instagram at Art History Hour. And unfortunately, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, we're just an hour. We're not happy because uh, it was unavailable on one platform and too many letters on the other. So, But we're happy to be back. Mm-hmm.